it's Trish and Heather here and we're home design coaches and founders of The Scribble Club. The Scribble Club is an online community for people who like design, healthy and functional homes and are looking for creative inspiration from professional designers. Welcome to the Sketchy Ladies podcast, which is a mix of design and building advice from inside the industry. You'll get simple tips and tricks to help you overcome your design challenges with creative solutions. You'll learn how to create the spaces you've always dreamed of but never had the confidence to design. We value beautiful, functional, healthy homes and that's what we're here to help you discover. As qualified designers and busy mums, we understand how your health, sanity and wellbeing can benefit from a well-designed home. There is no need to settle for second best. Each week you'll get some tips and tricks to help improve the spaces inside and outside your home. Make sure you subscribe to the Sketchy Ladies podcast and this way you won't miss an episode. You can find the links to all the episodes and other goodies at thescribbleclub.com forward slash podcast. The Sketchy Ladies podcast is here to help you create your dream home. Let's make it happen. Welcome to episode 22 of the Sketchy Ladies podcast with Trish and Heather. Today we'll be introducing our first flip formula. Our next four episodes are going to details of the first flip formula, but today we're going to be discussing house flipping in general and what are the benefits and risks and outline our own first flip formula. So the reason that we've designed the first flip formula really comes about from my experience in industry and getting into property investment from a fairly young age. I was working as a busy architect and thought I'd like to retire early and I'd like to have an investment and a property portfolio. So part of my journey was about getting into doing renovations in domestic houses and selling them on. Some of them I turned over relatively quickly, other ones I still own today, and some of them are Airbnb. So part of that process is really about picking the right type of property to do the renovation and then working out how to make a profit on it. And Part of this first flip formula is bringing all of those systems and processes together, both from an industry professional perspective, but also from our experience in property investment. And Trish, I know you're an avid property enthusiast as well. What's your background in property? Yeah. Well, we've done layered one, two, three houses, and they've ranged from small little cosmetic type things to chipping away at over 10 or 12 years to doing a full work over. So we and then we've built new. So we've gone through all of those options and but then I suppose a lot of my experience is what we've done with with my own clients those minor alterations where they can improve the property to either increase bedrooms or number of bathrooms or just up, uplift the property to help them sell it and you know, generate more money or just improve and flip the property for themselves so designing it around what their end use is going to be and I just have to say Heather I'm or that you have literally made your life your dream come true like you are living what you want to do I think that's just awesome that you wanted to be a property you've done it and you wanted to retire you might not think that you're retired but in in <laughs> our, our general typical retirement it doesn't look like what you what people would think it does for you and I, I love that your lifestyle you've got this quite a flexible lifestyle you do the things that you want to do um, you can jump involved and be involved in the community I think that's what some people think oh, I'll retire early so I can sit in my bum and watch tv shows all day or you know, talk to the oldies about what type of medication I'm taking, but that's not you at all. And I think I just love the energy that you have with with your partner as well and your family that you've got involved with the community. So I think it's just brilliant. Well done. 
Mm, thank you. And part of that is financial freedom. And I talk about it a lot because it just gives you choice. You don't have to have squillions and billions of dollars to have financial freedom, but what you do have to have is a backing and be able to earn money while you sleep. And this is the, the big differentiating feature between working day after day for dollar for dollar. You basically got an hourly rate and you there's only so many hours in a day and you can only charge so much on an hourly rate. But by having investment in property where people pay rent or hire out your property for short stay accommodation, that means that you're earning money when you go to bed. And the first time that that happened, we woke up and went, we just earned money and we were sleeping and it was the most incredible experience. And I think that's where I find uh, property is so good because if you get it right, it can be very, very profitable, not just on the day-to-day, -day, go to sleep, make money, wake up and you've made a bit of money, but also over time. And this is where it's very easy to build wealth over time. So property is not a quick turnover, uh, not a short game necessarily. It can be if you're doing flips, but it can also be on a portfolio level for a five to 10 year process or even 20 years if you want to go a bit slower, if you want to just take it easily. But what that means is you can be self-funded at a certain age and you can retire at your leisure. You don't have to wait to the age where you can get access to a pension or to your superannuation. And I always think that superannuation will be eroded over time. So every dollar you put away today will be worth far less in the future. Whereas with property, every dollar you put into it today will be worth far more in the future. So that's, I guess, my juxtaposition of why I believe in property so highly versus, say, simple superannuation, which, yes, it will give you a return, but it won't give you that exponential growth that gives you the financial freedom to choose your lifestyle. And if you never want to have a winter, then you don't have to, which is the way I base my lifestyle. Um, love the beach and, yeah, it's great. You put that really, really well. Well done. I think that's awesome. So what we want to go over is what is house flipping? What are the benefits and risks? It's a quite a simple concept, isn't it? We're investing in a property that needs work. It's typically at a discounted rate or it might be very unloved and it might be unattractive. So the general buyers that want something finished and done for them, they're not going to walk into them and they're generally at that lower price bracket. Then it's renovating it so that it's up doing it and knowing how far to go with those renovations and the work that you're putting in to get the best outcome so that when you, not only when you sell it, but also the appearance and the presentation, but you also don't want to bear the grant of any failures or anything through that process after it as well. So it's the key to successing is finding that right property, isn't it? What are those success points that we need to cover when we're going into what we cover? Yeah. Well, again, it's all about planning and the key to making money in a property flip. So if we just go back a step and look at what a property flip is, a property flip is literally flipping over a property, not like turning it upside down, but what we mean is flipping it from one purchaser to another. In Australia, the terminology is probably buy, renovate, sell. Flip is probably a more Americanized word. And there's been lots of reality TV shows that show flips. But for us, Flip is actually translatable into a formula, which we'll talk about later, which is our FLIP, which basically walks you through the stages of purchasing a property. But when we're looking for a property, we're looking for a really unloved property and a property can be unloved for several reasons. Maybe somebody's elderly, they've lived there for a long time and the maintenance, they just couldn't keep up or they couldn't keep it clean or someone's fallen on hard times or there's been a split in a relationship. But what we're really looking for is a property that has good bones, good shell, and is potentially lower than the market, the, the average market value for that area. So you're in a good area, but for whatever reason, that particular property 
is a little bit dirty, a little bit unloved. And so you want to be able to buy that at a lower price, be able to clean it up, do some minor renovations and then sell it at the higher end of that property market in the same suburb. We haven't physically moved suburbs. All we've done is moved it from the bottom end of the value in that in that little micro market to the top end of the value in that little micro market. What we're really looking for is a property that we will be calling undervalued. Market value is something that's strange because it's determined by the market what somebody's prepared to pay, but it comes down to what we call a median house price, which is sort of average price for that suburb. You can find out a lot of this information on real estate websites. And what we're looking for is something that's below that. We're at the lower end. For example, the worst house in the best street. That's probably a good way to think about it. And what we can say is with minor renovations, we can make that not necessarily the best house, but a very good house in a very good street. And that's where we're going to make the profit. So for us, it's all about getting something that will make potential buyers really love that property. The difference between commercial property and residential is love. <laughs> if somebody love, love, loves it, then they're going to want to either spend more to buy it or if they're in a bidding war in an auction, they're going to pay more to acquire that property. In a commercial property, people don't care. They, they don't love, love, love commercial. <laughs> yeah. But if you put in a, a beautiful bathroom or a magnificent kitchen and somebody says, oh, I can see myself living here, I absolutely love that, they will pay a premium for that. And that's the sort of things we're talking about, isn't that, Trish? Yeah, we want to tap into that emotional and then that's exactly what you said. And that's part about buying the right house. We don't want to become emotional about buying it at a lower value. We want to be smart about it, using our brains about buying the right property. But then when we go to sell it, we want to tap into the buyer's emotions so that they're the ones that are getting falling in love with it and got to have it. Like, all I can see the the the, the monetary return was and maybe if it's an investment property, so like an Airbnb or a or a rental property. So you wanted them to fall in love with that end of it at that end of the scale. So it's mm. connecting emotions, but then bringing them back in, isn't it? Yeah. So the end of our flip formula, which we will go into in more details over the coming episodes, but the end of that flip formula is P, which is profit. Now that's not necessarily just from selling the property. That might be just that you're getting a much better rent. If you're doing a short stay accommodation, you might be able to command, for example, double the rent that you would for a normal weekly buy. What we're all about essentially is buying a property to renovate and make profit at the end. Whether or not you decide to sell it or keep it, depending on your situation, P is for profit. <laughs> Once we've got that property, we want to consider, consider even through the process, what those risks are, the, pro the property value, how we might be losing money, what we might need to what it costs and delay we've been looking for properties together and one of the biggest things is what value return is going to come out of it if we buy it at a certain price how much we put in it are we going to make the money out the other end and like you say it might not be the selling of it but it could be the rental property and the environment or it could be the, the airbnb income that we generate so just on some of those risks one of the things that we think that we should be looking out for initially what are some of the risks we need to consider well, the unknown, this is always the scoop. It's as professionals, we look for clues to the unknown and clues can be bad smells, can be dampness, can be mold, anything unsightly. So even though we're saying we're looking for an unloved property, we're not looking for one that's got structural issues. For example, the floors warped, one of the corners has subsided, the footings are not good. We want our structure to be immaculate and we don't want any Ugliness as in previous water, ponding of water. We looked at property and it had big puddles of water, which 
the agent said to us, oh, that's easy to fix. You just dig a trench down the side and all the water will go away. And we definitely decided that that wasn't going to be that easy and the water wouldn't just go away. <laughs> so they're red flags to the sort of properties we don't want. The risks are also that it might be delayed because you've uncovered something. For example, in a bathroom, it's quite common if there's been a water leak over time, if you're pulling a bathroom out to renovate it, you might find that a lot of the structural members have all rotted away. The sorts of things we don't want to unexpectedly find. So again, we'll be doing inspections and reporting right in the front end of the process before we even buy it to make sure that we've minimised our risk to those potential things. The other things is there might be other costs and fees that we weren't anticipating be there. Um, so again, we want to do our research up front. It's that measure three times, cut once is the old saying when you're building something. For us, it's plan three times, purchase once. We're planning everything or as much as we can. So much as it's wonderful to go ahead and do a renovation project, it's really fun to be building and getting all the trades involved. It's really, really easy to overcapitalize, to spend too much money, to do too much work that you can't recoup at the other end if you haven't done your research first. Part of it is what is our anticipated selling price and then work backwards from there. So we've got our buying price and our selling price, what we think the renovation will cost. And somewhere in the middle of that, we've got to try and make a bit of money as well to make it worth our while. Otherwise, we've just built a beautiful house for somebody and made no money. Yeah. There's all the other things like your stamp duty and bank fees or anything like that too. There are things that sometimes we can anticipate with some simple formulas, but there's other things that you just don't know that even exist. It's not only planning, but it's investigation too, isn't it? It's really doing your research, having a building inspector go through the building, having a builder or a plumber look at some of those things before jumping in. Or it might be that those things exist, but also then going back, knowing how to go back to the real estate and go, well, hold on, we can say there's $30,000 worth here. Of, of additional work that we can say that general buyer might be able to say will offer less or having that bargaining power. So if we look at what we're ideally looking for, Trisha, we're really looking for what we call a cosmetic renovations. It's more the paint, the carpet, the wall coverings, and worst, worst case is we're putting in a new bathroom and new kitchen, but we're not looking at extending, we're not looking at major structural works, knocking out major walls. Those sort of things are where the risk suddenly jumps up dramatically. And what we're saying for your first flip the best property you can buy is the one that's just really dirty because you can clean it. <laughs> if it's got mould, if it's got water leaks, if it's got structural issues, you don't need to encounter all of those things for your first project. Really, you can do a hell of a lot just by cleaning a place up, painting, putting new carpet in, sprucing a few things up, styling it ready for sale. It can make a huge difference in terms of how you present the property. What turns people off? is often an empty property that smells bad because it's had, for example, smokers or pet smells or something like that in it. Mm -hmm. Straight away, people will turn up and go, oh, it smells awful. It's all about them seeing themselves live there. What you're looking for is something that nobody can see themselves living there and being able to transfer that into something that 10 people go, oh, I can see myself living there because you've styled it with furniture that would suit the type of people that were, you know, if it's a family, mm -hmm. then it's going to be styled as a family would be using it. And then all of a sudden, psychologically, they can see themselves sitting in the spaces and using those spaces and it's all about them going oh I can totally see myself living there and I'm willing to expend the money it might be a bit extra but I'm 100% willing to do that because I don't have to do anything so the other thing we don't want to underestimate is the what's in it for me I don't want to lift a finger I want to buy something that's completely done there's a lot of people out there that are time poor they might be working you know multiple jobs they might have kids lots of commitments all they want to do is find their dream property buy it and live in it 
That's a really good point. The first flip formula, let's jump into what that actually is. Flip is FIP. It's not about actually turning the house upside down, but it could be a way of doing that, like from a grotty, smelly house, turning it around more so than and it to being an open house. And sometimes that can be a beautifully open presented home and sometimes that could be a big part of the landscaping. So what does F stand for? It's not a dirty word. No, no. And you know, I love my acronym. So I just had to come up with an acronym for flip. So F is for finding the right property to flip. And this is all important. We've touched on it before about what sort of properties we're looking for something with good bones. That's a little bit below market value, unloved, a little bit dirty, but nothing that's got major structural issues, major cracking, anything that's going to cost us money down the track that we don't have. We're working in a tight budget, a, a tight time frame and what we want is something as simple and as easy as possible then we can go to l which is lend with a property investment money partner now a property investment money partner could be a bank and it could be a broker that's more than likely but in this day and age when banks aren't so risk averse they they don't necessarily want to be going into properties to getting renovated there are people out there that are willing to partner with people that can do the renovations as just an investment partner so they've got money but they're time poor but they will expect a slightly higher return than they're getting at the bank but they can partner up with people like us who do renovations and together you can do these properties and turn them over and they get a return on their money you get profit share and everybody's happy so lending with a property investment money partner is the key to getting firstly being able to buy multiple properties and secondly to be able to keep doing it again and again because the banks are very limited on how much money they'll lend you these days that's a good point you make about banks they may lend you to buy the property but then you need the additional money to renovate the property so that's sometimes really hard to get a hold of so yeah, mm, exactly. So what's all that, Trish? <laughs> uh, it's about improving the value by renovating. And this is where I love to get involved. <laughs> I love getting in and improving those things. Like you say, how far is it? And, and in the first split formula, we want to cover it as more of a cosmetic sort of thing. So it might be a bathroom or a kitchen, or it just might be the flooring and paint and, and clean it out and open it up with the landscape, like get rid of all the bushes that have overgrown, that sort of thing. Improving the value through the renovation process. It can be done in so many different ways, but that's what we want to profit from the sale. We're talking about sale in this instance, and that's probably what our general process will be, is buying low, adding a bit, then selling higher so that we make our biggest profit margins. And otherwise, profit can also be represented through, like we mentioned, Airbnb or rental property too. So it could just be the increasing the value of your own home. And that's, that's generally a profit too because we're actually increasing the equity on your home. So that's another way of doing it. F-L-I-P, find, lend, improve, profit. Love it. Yep. And then rinse, repeat, do it again. This is yep. why we made the formula so simple because the idea is that once you master it and you've done it once or twice, you can rinse and repeat and you'll just get better and better and better at doing it because you'll be much more skilled at the type of property and, and have worked through that process. But it's a super simple process in terms of the process that we're teaching and the modules in the course are fairly even between all four parts of it. It's quite in-depth in terms of what we go into, particularly before you even purchase a property. So as we said, find, lend, improve, profit. Our flip first flip formula is our signature course that we'll be launching later on in October 2023. 
because as professional designers, we know that our unique first fit formula is the key to successful house flipping and the key to your financial freedom. If you get this right and you can rinse and repeat and do it again and again over time, say five to 10 years, you'll be in a really, really healthy position in terms of your property portfolio. And that's what we're hoping to inspire other people to be able to come on the journey with us. Walking the walk, we're doing it as we speak. So it's not just about teaching and say, run away and do it. We're actually going through the process process ourselves so you know that we actually know what we're talking about and we're qualified design professionals which is also really important because not only do we have the skills we've got the qualifications as well we have been there and done it for 25 odd years and we hope to help other people start the process and really simplify it so that we make it as easy as possible for somebody to get involved in doing their first flip. That's something that's really good that we can that we're illustrating through our own project combined and it's not only all these things and the teachings we can provide but you can't always show all of those teachings without being hands-on and showing what those things that come, that crop up last minute or examples and that's what's going to be really great about the project is that we can really show some of those detailed things that can be tricky hazards or, or risks or our successes which I hope we can really explain illustrate some of our wonderful successes through that process. So thanks for tuning in to the episode of Sketchy Ladies podcast. Join us for our next episode where we'll discuss the F in flip, not the naughty word, finding the <laughs> properties of flip. This episode was brought to you by the Scribble Club our signature group coaching program to help women design beautiful, functional, healthy homes. Check it out at thescribbleclub.com along with so many free resources to help you design and deliver the dream spaces in your home and get the results that you deserve. If you loved this episode, please don't keep it a secret. Share it with your friends on social media and tag us at The Scribble Club. We love hearing from our listeners and seeing your reactions to our episodes. We'd also love for you to leave a review on your favourite podcast platform. Your feedback helps us grow and improve our content. It also helps other listeners to find our show. Have a wonderful day. We're the Sketchy Ladies and we're behind you all the way.